Hey everyone, this is Lynn Bartown, and you are listening to the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder 91.1. In this show, you get more personal time with the guests who visit Southern Utah University from all over, learning more about their stories and opinions beyond their presentations on stage. We will also give you some new music to listen to and hope to turn you on to some new sounds and new genres. You can find us here every Thursday at 3 p.m., on the web at seu.edu slash apex or email us at seuapex at icloud.com. But for now, welcome to this week's show here on Thunder 91.1. All right. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, This is Lynn Vartan, and you are listening to the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91.1. We had a great event this morning. It was our SUUSA roundtable discussion where we had four of our Southern Utah University senators come in and talk about the State of the Union. Um, We had a great discussion about things like parking, um, things like midterm uh, grades and the possibility of that, and just kind of how the government runs from a student perspective at SUU. Usually we'll have those guests in the studio for the radio show right now at 3 p.m., but um, the senators were all uh, preoccupied with other meetings, so it gave me a chance to have a host choice for the day, and that means we're going to talk about music. So I have a couple guests here in the studio and and one, I think, faculty member who's going to join us pretty soon, and I think I'll let them just kind of introduce themselves. Jordan, let's start with you. Hi, um, I'm Jordan Nelson. Uh, I'm a senior here, and my music is percussion performance. So all things drums and all that fun stuff. And I'm from Richfield, Utah, so pretty close to home. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's me. And and we could sing Jordan's praises for a long time. (laughs) Jordan also is our graphic designer and marketing manager for Apex Events. So all the flyers and posters that you see around campus are... His, come from his brain and his awesome creativity. So welcome to Jordan. Thank you. And we also have Alex in the studio. Alex, Hi. you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Alexandre de Pasquale. I'm from France. So I'm new here in SUU. I'm a ma- ma- music major. And I've studied from seven years now drums. And I'm here also to learn a lot of percussions, instruments. Yeah, we had to, I could talk about Alex for a whole hour about his positive energy that he's brought to the music program. We thought it'd be really interesting uh, to have Jordan and Alex uh, talk a little bit about music. And um, we're also going to have Dr. Bonenstengel, who uh, is originally from Germany, join us. And we thought we'd talk about kind of all the different types of music education and all the different types of stories that brought you all to SUU. So, Alex, tell me a little bit more about how how you came to music and, you know, a little bit about the system of music education in France. So, how I came to music, it's funny because I was 14 years old. Um, there was a party in France with my... It always starts with a party, right? Exactly. <laughs> but it's really funny because... Um, I remember I was with my friends and we just went to um, my friend's room 
and uh, there there were a guitar and uh, just a snare drum and I promise I just fell in love with the snare drum. <laughs> I just saw the snare drum and uh, and since the since this moment I never stopped to play. That's it's, fantastic. It's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love I, I at first sight. <laughs> so mm. tell me about your education. So you took so, some private lessons. You took some courses. Um, from yeah, fifteen years old to twenty years old, I was a self-educated. Mm. And at yeah, twenty years old, I studied in a private school, a jazz school in France, mm-hmm. uh, two years, where I obtained my um, kind of performer diploma mm-hmm. as uh, a drummer, not percussionist, as mm-hmm. a drummer. So this school was really focused on play, learn learn jazz, play jazz. And also about theory, mm-hmm. uh, ear training, oral mm-hmm. skill here, um, some rhythm. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like to say more focused on the the play, yeah. just the the play of the jazz, the music, the jazz music. And so then, how did it come that you ended up here? Why Southern Utah? I mean, oh, what, it wasn't for music um, originally, if I remember right. I I remember it, it was just um, during a summer. Um, I was talking with my friends, and we talked about music, and they said, well, you know, uh, the United States, the big place for music, and and that's it. <laughs> and, and that's and it. And I just, well, oh, yeah, United States. Maybe it could be a good, a good thing to me. So uh, three years ago, I started to um, search mm-hmm. some maybe organ, organ, organization uh-huh. to to come here and I found one uh, which is Go Campus. So um, during one year I how can I say built my my folder. Yeah. And at the end uh, the organization um, proposed to me nine choices, uh, nine universities. Oh I see based on your exactly, portfolio. Exactly. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And also about my major, mm-hmm. the my the program that I wanted to to follow in the United States, and SUU was the best one of uh, those nine choices well, great. for the music program. Oh wow! Well, yeah, so here now. <laughs> that's good to hear. Yeah. Well, we'll get into a little bit more, but we're so happy you're here. Since you've been here, can you tell us the groups that you've performed in and what you're doing now in music? <laughs> Before, um, when I started the drums, I played a lot of punk rock, rock <laughs> so the, <laughs> the beginning i played with around five six bands uh-huh. around this kind of music and around my when i was 19 years old i started to play and practice and learn funk music and jazz uh-huh. and that's why i went in the in this private school in right. france mm-hmm. and i really loved Jazz. I was really uh, interested by this music, and also about all the different kind of music connected with the jazz, like Latin music, um, fusion, mm-hmm. rock, and that's why I wanted to keep going in this way and learn not just uh, a music by the drums, but 
other percussion instruments. Right. And I think you told me, because one of the first things you did here was join the marching band yes, and play yes, the drum yes, line. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. is it, if I'm remembering the story right, you had a, a picture of a drum line or you knew yeah, what drum line was? Yeah, two pictures in my bedroom <laughs> with a drum line. And I, I remember so a lot of um, uh, marching performance, uh, also um, contest. Um, Competitions. Competitions, yeah. mm -hmm. sorry. And I remember I just wanted to buy um, a snare drum with the harness. harness yeah. <laughs> but I could not because I could not find in, in France. Yeah. Particularly in France. And yeah, when I when I came here I just wanted to at least see the marching band. <laughs> and, then and when you, you proposed me <laughs> to, to join it, yeah. Then you I ended up really being glad, one of our snare really drummers happy. for the fall season. Mm. Well great. And mm. now you're participating in jazz band wind symphony, percussion, percussion ensemble, ensemble, and of course, taking private lessons. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's awesome, really. Well, turning to Jordan now, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you get from there to here? Um, my, my musical journey, if you want to call it that, started when I was eight, and we got a piano in our house, and my, mo my mom signed me up for piano lessons, and I took them for about three years, and I absolutely hated every single one of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, I still liked playing piano. I had uh, family members that played piano that kept it that kept it going. And mm -hmm. then I started self-teaching, basically. So I would look up how to play things or things like fingering charts and stuff about music on piano or and find any piece that I wanted to play. Uh -huh. And so that kept me going. And then I, like a lot of music students, I joined just band in middle school in sixth grade and I started out by playing the trumpet oh, and wow. was not very good <laughs> um, even when uh, so when I was entering high school I had the same teacher mm -hmm. for middle school band and high school band and he walked up to me and he said hey you should try percussion <laughs> and I was like okay so I started by doing um, bass drum and marching band the summer before I started high school and I kept going with it, and about halfway through my freshman year of high school, he walked up to me and said, I'm really glad you're doing percussion now, because you were a really bad trumpet player. <laughs> so, well, you know, make lemonade yeah. out of lemons. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. So, And it turned out for the best, because now it's given me the best opportunities in my life. So I kept doing percussion throughout high school, percussion ensemble, uh, concert band stuff, um, and drumline, and marching band, stuff like that, up until I ended up here. And through lessons and stuff like that, I've just played in everything I wanted to. That's so. great. Do you have a favorite, I mean, I get asked this all the time. Yeah. Do you have a favorite instrument that you like to play or a favorite style of music? Uh, not necessarily. Um, I always gravitate to the marimba, like you know. Mm -hmm. um, and for people that don't know, it's basically a large xylophone. Yep. Um, I always gravitate towards it, but after several years here, I just kind of like playing percussion. You know, I just want to play music. Great. And find all the cool pieces I can and just, you know, whatever piques my interest, I want to pursue that. Perfect. Well, speaking of music, um, one of the things we like to do with this show is play some different things. So last week we played some violin and piano music, but this week um, I thought we'd go for some larger ensemble stuff. And I mm. think I heard a rumor that maybe the jazz band is playing a song called There's the Rub. 
that yes. Alex likes a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a listen to that. This is There's the Rub, performed by the Gordon Goodwin Big Band, here on Thunder 91.1.
All right. Well, that was There's the Rub by the Gordon Goodwin Big Band. And you are listening here to the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder 91.1. I have my musical friends in the house today. We've got Alex and Jordan. And we are now joined by Dr. Christian Bonenstangel. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tell us a little bit, just to kind of catch up in the last, before the last break, we talked about where where these guys are from and how they came to be here. What's your story? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Germany, in southern Germany. Um, Stuttgart is uh, my main city. It's close to Munich. Um, I basically came to the U.S. Uh, as a one-year exchange student, more or less, and I stuck around, finished my graduate degrees, and here I am in Utah. That's great. That was a very short version of this. Well, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> and tell, I mean, of course, I know what you do here at SEU, but tell the audience that's listening, what do you do here? I teach piano and all piano-related courses, uh, including the piano ensemble, piano literature, piano pedagogy, and so on. And of course, in the music department, we are very active performing. Mm -hmm. So Lynn and I have performed together, you know, in a couple of different occasions. I also am in the faculty jazz combo. Uh, we have a couple of guest artists coming in in two weeks. I have Angela Heckmuller, who is going to be a flutist. And I will be um, joined by two uh, colleagues from Dixie in a uh, string trio performance. Oh, great. So that's all coming up in February. And we can mm. find out, those we can find out on either on the SU calendaring site, just looking at music events, or of course on the music department website. So if you guys want to check it out, that's seu.edu slash music, and the upcoming events will be on there. So exactly. great. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit since we've got Germany represented, France represented, and the U.S. represented. <laughs> Just about the different kinds of um, academic styles or how schooling is different. So can you talk about, Christian, your, your experience in how, you know, high school and college music is different from Germany to here? Well, the biggest difference is that we don't have uh, music performance in the public schools. Mm. We have music as a subject, as an academic subject in schools, but what you learn is music theory, music history. The performance side is uh, based in the village itself. It's like a sports club. We have basically music clubs. Oh. So each village has a band, each village has a choir and so on. So we actually don't have school orchestras or just very limited. Um, but each city has music schools, a music school system, and oftentimes orchestras and bands come out of that. So that is something that is quite a, bit, uh, quite a big difference. And so when we start college, it's kind of expected that you have a good background of music theory and music history. Mm. Whereas in the U.S., it's more expected that you have a performance background, but you kind of start from scratch with music theory and music history. Oh, wow, that's really different. Mm -hmm. And then if... If you study music at university, is it in a, a private music school, conservatory, or in college? We have, I mean, the music conservatories are actually state um, ah. schools, um, but it depends whether you go into music education, what level of music education, or if you go into performance. Um, so if you would be doing piano performance, you would go to a conservatory that's usually part of a state university system. So it's I the see. Conservatory of Music of the University of Stuttgart, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and they are self-governed, but they are part of that bigger umbrella. Mm. Um, if you teach uh, or if you study uh, uh, piano pedagogy, for example, or I guess music education would be the broader term, you would go to different 
types of schools. It wouldn't be a conservatory, but it's called Pädagogische uh, Hochschule, so it's ah. a pedagogical <laughs> university, I see. which is often in smaller cities and really geared toward uh, elementary, middle school teachers. I see, makes sense. Mm -hmm. And Alex, how does that compare to France? It's little bit, a little bit the same. Um, first of all, I never studied in a public school right. of music. Um, I started by my own, by my own, and but. Yes, the main establishment for music in France is um, conservatories, mm -hmm. and there is some, but not too much, private school uh, in France to learn and play with people popular music, mm -hmm. funk, jazz, etc. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you want, if you try to obtain a degree for music education or become a teacher or everything. It's um, principally in universities and conservatories. Mm -hmm. But in universities, you can just learn kind of theory, history of music. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called, if I remember, um, uh, I, I guess music history, something mm -hmm. like that, music theory or Interesting. Yeah, I'm not really into yeah. the right. program. Right. But so, Jordan, what's your reaction to that? Because it's totally different, your experience. I mean, you went through it in the public school starting from a young age. Yeah, I mean, just not think or not having any sort of choir or band or orchestra or anything like that in any public school is very weird to me. That was yeah. a very common thing. I, I remember being in like, kindergarten and first grade and my entire class would put on musical programs that was a common thing like Halloween program a Christmas something right but it's not common for people to know theory or history right you know the which is you know that's very college intensive in yeah. the US yeah and I mean I wouldn't have learned any theory or history unless our school lucked out and got an AP music theory class mm-hmm my senior year um but without that i wouldn't have had any knowledge prior to that right um it's yeah that's cool. my yeah interesting well let's shift gears and talk a little bit about our dreams and you know or things we really want to do in music so starting with you guys who are still in school what what are your dreams like, Jordan? Where do you want to be ten years from now? Like you're getting a music degree in music performance, and what what's your dream job? Uh, the the ultimate goal is um, actually university teaching. I really enjoy. You want my job? I know. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in ten years, you should step to the side, and I'll okay. I'll come by. Deal. <laughs> no, uh, that that really is my ultimate goal because I enjoy I enjoy the environment I enjoy the higher level thinking I enjoy the individualized projects that people can do and mm -hmm. and I love the idea of being able to perform on the side also mm -hmm. so it's you know it's very similar to what you're you're doing where it's performance and education right. but I I I am very encouraged by the idea of um, music education also you know it brings a lot to the world that no one really thinks about. There's a lot of joy and, and happiness brought out in people's lives because of music education, especially in lower education. But I love being able to help push that forward with other people. 
Well, that's a beautiful sentiment. I mean, that's a great reason to go into education. Mm. Alex, how about you? What's your 10-year plan? What do you want to do? <laughs> Perform everywhere with every, everyone. Yeah? Yeah, really try, try to meet and learn different culture, play with different people mm -hmm. with another culture. That's why I'm here. It's the first step, mm -hmm. but this is a big step to me. And yeah, for the next 10 years, I, I just want to play, move, everywhere and try to just play music that's great and probably because i taught a little bit in my private school mm -hmm. in france um maybe after um be become a kind of educator ah. probably so you might want to get into education later yeah yeah mm -mm. but you want to be a rock star in the meantime <laughs> 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 i know <laughs> And Christian, I mean, you've got this great position here, but what do you have musical dreams that that you still have yet to fulfill? I'm living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's one of the, the great things about the university setting that we have. It's just a lot of possibilities and uh, we have a lot of networking possibilities. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be playing with a trio and uh, then with a the flutist. I also am pr pretty active in jazz. Later on this semester, I'm playing a concerto with our SUU Symphony Orchestra. Oh, yeah. Um, in somewhere in the middle, I'm going to go to North Carolina for our CD release uh, concert. I did a CD with a clarinet friend of mine. So you just have all of those different things that you can do. There's, of course, a lot of pieces on my bucket list. I think we talked about the Bartok. Yes, the Bartok Sonata. Stay tuned. Um, We've yes. been dying to play that for two pianos and two percussion. Exactly. <laughs> so we're basically living the dream. So there's a lot of things to check off the list, but I'm on the road to doing that. That's great. Well, I think it's time for a little bit more music. So the next song I'm going to play for you is a band that um, has been in the last five years super popular, and that's a band called Snarky Puppy. Um, they do a lot of jazz and crossover. The song that I'm going to play too, the first one from theirs that we're going to listen to is called Molino Molero. And this is a live recording. And again, this is Snarky Puppy. And you are listening to the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91. 1.1.
All right, well, that was Snarky Puppy with a live version of Molino Molero. And um, you can definitely find them on Spotify. This is the Apex Hour. You're listening to Thunder 91.1. And my name is Lynn Vartan, and I'm your host. In the studio today, we have Dr. Christian Bonenstangle and then two of our most awesome music students, Jordan and Alex. So welcome back, everyone. We've talked about education systems. We've talked about our personal histories. We've talked about dreams. Let's talk about some favorite musical experiences. So Alex, I'm going to start with you. Do you have a favorite musical experience that you'd like to share? Yes. Um, it was um, the last year I played for the, a great festival in France uh, called um, Marseille. The uh, Marseille, um, sorry, Mar Marseille Jazz des Cinq Continents. Oh. Switching French is sometimes is complicated. <laughs> I can uh, relate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was an amazing performance with um, an, ar an artist called Guillaume Perret mm -hmm. in French. Um, it is a, he is a saxophone player s and he wanted to create a project with uh, my previous school in France and play for the Marseille Jazz de Saint-Continent. So it was in Marseille um, in a, a castle oh. near the sea. Oh. And that, that was fabulous with a thousand people and just wonderful. You, you, you could feel the atmosphere, uh -huh. the, the connection, the, my favorite one. Oh, that's beautiful. Concert. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Jordan, how about you? Do you have a favorite one? Um, I mean, that's hard to beat, yeah, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, mine's, mine's not in a castle on the beach or anything like that. But, <laughs> but that's okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably the, the biggest one for me is th at the beginning of um, the fall 2017 uh, semester, I was able to put on a concert that I had worked on over the summer. Right. And, and the reason it is one of my favorite moments is just because when you put a lot of work into something it and it pays off it's just the best feeling ever yeah. you know and music isn't something that you can just magically make happen right. you can't get a song down in 5 minutes i mean what some of those pieces i practiced over 100 hours at least you yeah. know and across the summer and but i was able to put together the poster and do all that fun stuff and i got to play with some some good friends and people that i had previously really looked up to mm -hmm. and so it was really fun to kind of feel like oh i'm you know i'm getting somewhere i'm playing up to their level and stuff like that and so i got got to do several duos and a trio and stuff like that and so. you had a name for that concert right yeah i called it mixed courses because i wanted it to be in the evening and so i was just thinking dinner and i had these really cool copper cups i had just <laughs> purchased and i really wanted to take a picture of them Beautiful. and so the so that was on the posters so i wanted a dinner setting so it just kind of worked well, I was so happy that you did that concert because it's, you know, taking the initiative and self-producing mm -hmm. a concert from beginning to end, and that's fantastic. Yeah, and it really sings praises to SUU and the music fac faculty because without 
so many different sources of help and encouragement, I wouldn't have been able to put that on. You well, know? we love that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Christian? Do you have any favorite musical experience to share? Definitely. Now, I've had many incredible experiences here at SUU, but uh, I want to echo a little bit what Jordan said. Sometimes if you put a lot of work into something, it becomes, you know, it's getting very intense, very intimidating and very scary, but you somehow make it through it and it becomes one of those moments. Mm-hmm. So earlier I mentioned I recorded a CD with a good friend of mine uh, who's teaching at the University of North Carolina in Charlotte. And we, uh, the CD will be coming out in February, finally. Yay! Before we started recording, we did a concert and invited two of the composers. All of the pieces on the CD were written by uh, women composers, ah. and uh, all but one of them are still alive. Oh, beautiful. So one of the pieces was by Marga Richter, who was born in Wisconsin, and as a child went to New York, went to Juilliard. I mean, an incredible pianist. She's about um, now probably 92 years old. She was just 90 when we met her. And she was somebody who is very tiny, very skinny, (laughs) very little. And again, she's 90. And she would yell at us, you know, I would offer to take her luggage up the stairs. Oh, don't you dare. (laughs) I can still do that on my own. I'm not that old yet. Wow. And then, of course, we got to the first. She was very incredibly nice, but just very feisty. Yeah. And we got to the first rehearsal, and there I have a great pianist. And, of course, I'm scared to death of playing this stuff for her. You get scared even now? Oh, I was scared to death. Wow. She was little, but she was very scary. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she had some some good comments. And it was just very intense. Ah. Um, but she had a lot of great things to say. She, I think her flight left at 6 a.m. the next morning. Whoa. She stayed with us in the bar until 1.30 a.m. and had no <laughs> intentions of going home. <laughs> Man, and I want her, like, anti-aging serum. <laughs> yes, it was incredible. And she just uh, heard a recording of the CD. I, was, I think her comment was like she jumped out of her skin in a positive sense when she heard it. And this is just something very intimidating, very intense. You put a lot of work in it and you don't quite know does the composer like it. And then she's a pianist. The others were all woodwind players. So Jessica was more scared. Yeah, That's very intense, but therefore one of the favorite experiences. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I love hearing those those stories from people. That's Mm -hmm. wonderful. Okay, let's talk next about where do you think music is going or where do you where do you think it should go? I know we talk about this a lot um, as as a percussionist, I talk about it a lot. And I'm wondering about the divide between classical music and pop music. And, you know, I'd like to see more of new classical music have some commercial aspects to it and maybe some rock and pop and alternative and things like that. Christian, do you have any opinions about, you know, where things are going? It really in any genre. I'm just looking to have a conversation about what your thoughts are about things and what you'd like to see. Well, opinions, I certainly have many, as you know. <laughs> um, I think it's a little, little tricky to balance being in a university system where we educate classical musicians. Mm-hmm. So. Y- even though we have a lot of flexibility, we are also bound by a lot of a lot right. of things. And that is a little bit tricky. We're definitely moving forward. And we've recently added the Master of Music Technology program. So technology is coming more into it. Um, but it's kind of a, a tricky thing being in that university position. When I was in high school, I was playing uh, guitar in rock bands. And I was actually kind of the, you know, I was going to be the rock star <laughs> you know, that Alex wants to be. <laughs> 
Um, so I definitely have that background. I see that too, and I play a lot of jazz these days. So I would like to have more interaction and more music uh, going together. Technology is certainly a huge aspect of that. But it is tricky officially with my students. It is a classical music degree. Right. So that is first and foremost what we have to cover. So it's a fine balance yeah. uh, to keep. Yeah, I hear you. That is definitely something that we are always thinking about and talking about. What about you, Jordan? Is there anything you'd like to see in music or anything that is really exciting to you in music right now? Uh, the thing that I think is actually going to change a lot of the music scene is um, electronic and acoustic music. And, you know, in the percussion world, it's a little bit easier to do that, where percussion is kind of young. You mm -hmm. know, it, strings and piano have been around much longer than standard percussion is now. Right. And um, there are a lot of pieces coming along where you, you can play any instrument you want, but you have a, an audio backtrack. And it, that started pretty heavily in the 60s and 70s, but it's come a long way. I mean, we have students here that have composed electronic pieces and written solos to go along with them and perform them in recitals and stuff like that. And they can be really great composition. So I think that's kind of where a lot may go. So you'd go. like to see more of that. I th I think so, but I think it's but I think it's important to have the background of classical education because without it you kind of lose a lot of integrity and you lose all of that rich culture that has been figured out for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. So interesting. How about you, Alex? Is there anything that you love, that you want to see in music, like the return of punk in the mainstream? Mm -hmm. um, I just want to listen jazz, <laughs> a lot of jazz. I love jazz. Um, also, um, yeah, when I was uh, a teenage teenager, um, yeah, I, I love punk rock, rock music. Sometimes I listen this kind of music, and I really like it. But mm, I I can talk about classical music and everything around this music because I never be never been into this music. But I'm I really enjoy to play and learn this music because for in my mind, it's like I jump some step miss skip mm -hmm, some steps mm -hmm. and i just want to come back um and learn some classical stuff the same for example the rudiments on the snare right, or right. i learned that by myself but nobody told me yeah. those uh tools yeah and i want to learn all these things and to have a big background and solid background of awesome. music well, we're going to take one more musical break, and then we're going to come back for everybody's favorite. This is becoming everybody's favorite segment, which is what's making you happy. We'll talk about your favorite books and movies and what you're watching on TV right now. But in the meantime, we're going to hear one more song from Snarky Puppy, and this song is called Tio Macaco. And you are listening to the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91.1.
Yeah, that's a cool, cool song there. That song is called Tio Makako, and that's um, from Snarky Puppy. Uh, and you can definitely check them out on Spotify. So we're back in the studio for our last uh, little break here, and it tends to be a really fun one. And, and again, my name is Lynn Vartan, and this is the Apex Hour, and you're listening to Thunder 91.1. In the studio, I have two awesome music students and one awesome music faculty member in with me. And this part of the show is the what's making you happy this week. So let's start just by saying, is there anything, TV, movies, or books that's really making you happy and turning you on right now? Christian? Uh, I, we actually like to watch a lot of quirky things, some British series, and they are quite diverse, like In Betweeners, Freaks and Geeks is a series that we like. Um, even there's a show Midwives that that we like to watch. Oh, that's a good show. I know that about good, that one. It's a good show. But then also things like Trailer Park Boys, oh, which yeah. is <laughs> just one of those quirky odd things. It should not be good, but it is good, and it, it is it just draws you in. So it's actually quite diverse. But we kind of like to watch the, the little quirkier independent things at home. That's awesome. You heard it here. We faculty members watch Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, how about you? Do you have something that's really turning you on right now? Yeah, uh, the thing I'm most excited for actually is uh, the show called Shameless. It's a Showtime uh, uh-huh. series, and the season eight finale is this Sunday. And so I'm gonna—it's gonna be a whole event for me, myself, and I. I'm gonna take my time, and I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna have good food. I'm just gonna sit there and enjoy every minute of it. Season eight—it's been on for eight yeah. seasons. Yeah, I second that. We're only at season five, but that's another one of those shows. Oh, We're it's catching so up. good. You yes. know, I haven't gotten into this one. I'm gonna have oh, to you've check, check it out. out. What's the premise? It's okay. So there's uh, for the uh, ten of us who haven't yeah, watched it. Yeah, I know yeah. it's super popular. <laughs> yeah. So the so it's all about this family of about like nine people, kind of. Anyway, there it's in southern Chicago. Uh-huh. This is the U.S. version. There is a U.K. version also. Oh, I didn't that, know that either. Which aired much earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so it's based in southern Chicago, and there's this alcoholic dad who's mm-hmm. never around. Oh, great! And he's an absolute mess. Okay. Absolute mess, and. It's just a family with the oldest sister, Fiona, trying to raise her siblings. And she she left high school when she was 16, and the family's absolutely crazy. Um, nothing should work, but they all pull through with their fun neighbors, and they all just, you know, they have to do a lot of crazy things to get money, to make rent all the time, and every every one of the siblings chips in to make rent. You know, it's so it's it's a family story. Yeah. And just how they come beat the odds, but it's and then it's absolutely crazy in between. So <laughs> that's great. I might have to check it out. I've been yeah. hearing so much about it. It's so it. good. Cool. All right, Alex, it's your turn. What's making you happy this week? Um read the book The Creative Habit. The creative habit me. that I lent yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I love this book. Um, to be honest, I don't watch movies and series since I'm here. Mm-hmm. I prefer practice and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good man, <laughs> good man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm in a completely discovered of music, genre, kind of music, everything, instruments, and I'm just into those things this year. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, I'd like to put an extra plug out for that book. The Creative Habit is written by Twyla Tharp, the great dance choreographer. And I tell you, it is really a special book. So Mm -mm. if you want to check it out, feel free. It has all kinds of tactics for getting unstuck creatively or just getting the creative creative juices flowing. I just think it's really great. So... Okay, well, I want to just make sure to say thank you so much to Christian and to Jordan and to Alex for being in the studio this week. Thanks for sharing your time, guys. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) And so that's about all the time we have today. I want to make sure that I give enough time for the next show to get in. And I want to tell you a little bit about next week, our live event for Apex next Thursday, um, February 1st at 1130 a.m. is what we're calling Meet the Business Building. We have a brand new, amazing, state-of-the-art business building that's going up right now on campus. And for our Apex event, we're going to have a panel of business faculty, the dean of the business school, um, also facilities management of SUU, and the architects and designers who are responsible for the design of this building. And we're just going to take a sneak peek inside and talk about the process of, of what it takes to make a building like this happen. That afternoon for the Apex Hour, we're going to do something a little different. We have an awesome international film festival that's taking place on campus in the next couple of weeks. And so for the Apex Hour next Thursday at 3 p.m. here on Thunder 91.1, we're going to be talking about the films in that festival and playing you some of the trailers and some of the music from it. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. And we'll look forward to seeing you at the live event uh, next Thursday. Thursday at 11:30 or right here at 3 p.m. on Thursdays for Thunder 91.1. My name is Lynn Vartan and we'll see you next week.